the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Polito. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And once again, as usual, we have the winning combination for you today, starting with one of the great award-winning volunteers at SCORE, Lucy Polito. Lucy, how are you doing? I am terrific, Chris. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent, thank you. And of course, uh, also we have with us the other award winner, the original award winner from SCORE, Rich Jekyll. Rich, how are you doing? Christopher, cross my heart. (laughs) There you go. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show, but of course this show is all about SCORE and everything SCORE has to offer for you. And that is a lot with the educational programming, the Coffee with the Leader series, the mentorship, the documentation templates, all of it SCORE has to offer. And at the bargain basement price, Rich, how much does it cost again? man the big f word is free (laughs) that's right the score mentorship program has always been at no charge to you ladies and gentlemen if you're an entrepreneur actively in business or going to start a business anywhere along the line of course the earlier the better you get with the folks that score the better it's going to be for you because all of that experience that they have rolled up over the years is off is that their They're offering it to you for no charge, and you can take as little or as much as you like. And with real volunteers, real-life experience, this is stuff you can't get at any educational institution. That I can guarantee you. And speaking of education, they they also have a great educational program there as well. They have racked up a lot of great webinars, and you'll find all of that at orlando.score.org. That's also where you can sign up for upcoming educational events and the schedule of those things. And if you want to make it easier on yourself, just sign up for the newsletter while you're there, and that way you'll get alerts and you'll know exactly what's going on with SCORE. And it is almost every, almost every week of the year there's something going on at SCORE, with the exception of the holidays right around the New Year's. But uh, that... Is just a brief period of rest, and then it's right back at it. And uh, score, once again, orlando.score.org for the newsletter. And because these volunteers like Rich and Lucy are actual real people, you can call them on a real telephone, and they'll really answer the call at 407-420-4844. Right, Lucy? And not only are we real people, but we're very nice people. So all you have to do is call us or come to our office. Well, not yet, because we're not open just yet, but we're great people, and we're here to help. And that's the big important thing. We are here to help. That's have right. taking the mirrors out of your house? <laughs> oh, come on, Rich. And the, Be nice, Rich. The, yeah, so uh, as I said, real people, call them during normal business hours. They'll pick it up. 
And if they're working with another client, they'll call you right back. If you call after hours, they'll call you back the next business day, 407-420-4844, 407-420-4844. And by the way, if you would like to be a volunteer at SCORE, they're always looking for great recruits. You can either call them up and talk about it on the phone or go to orlando.score.org where you can click on a banner there, and you'll find out all the information on how to apply for that. And as I said, though, all the volunteers, they are not paid. They do this because they like to help people and like to see others succeed. And uh, so if you'd like to be a volunteer, please do take that in mind. But it is a great, rewarding career nonetheless. Second career, sort of, right, Rich? Oh, yeah, second career at least, yeah. Uh, it's just the gratification that we get out of, of just helping people and seeing them succeed is like, uh, having a baby kind of, I don't know what that's like, but (laughs) I was going to say, how do you know about that? All right. So, uh, with that, uh, let's, uh, let's move on because as I've mentioned, they have a great educational, uh, curriculum. And and included in that is the Coffee with the Leader series, and we always uh, like to have a guest that's uh, coming up with the Coffee with the Leader series presentation, and that brings us to our guest today, because she is making the Coffee with Leader presentation on Thursday, November the 4th, which you can sign up at orlando.score.org, and I'd like to introduce the tech diva herself, Nicole Scheffler. Nicole, thanks again for being with us. Great to be here. Grateful for the opportunity. All right. Well, the way we do it around here is we'd like to know a little bit about the individual themselves before we get into the business end of things. So if you'll tell us a little bit about Nicole Scheffler, where are you from? Where'd you go to school? That sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So as you said, I'm known as the tech diva and my mission in life is to spark success in others, primarily women in tech, but all people by leading and serving. And I was born and raised in Plano, Texas. So I'm a Texan, uh, transplanted after college at the University of North Texas. Go mean green. All That's right. right. It's a very scary color. So i uh, got to watch the football games. And then... Uh, I moved here to Michigan after a short rotation in like a after college career program with Cisco Systems. So I've been in uh, split my lifetime between Texas and Michigan. You don't have an accent at all. I'm shocked, <laughs> really. Technical. Y'all, y'all don't even know. <laughs> uh, there it comes. There it comes. She is bilingual after all. What did you? <laughs> yeah. What did you study? That's, yeah, I mean yeah. trilingual if you count computer programming. Okay, is that That's what you true. studied in college? Oh. Is that how you ended yeah, up? I, yeah, I studied a business computer information system, so a blend of you know business processes, organizational behavior, those types of things with programming. And then I got my master's in information technology, and I started teaching adjunct uh, at the age of twenty-five. I did about six or seven years of that uh, in the field as well of technology. So love learning and teaching. And you went- started started teaching my uh, stuffed animals at a young age, right? So I just kind of kept that momentum going. Oh, uh, that, if they could listen, anybody can listen. You would set up a classroom and setting, I take it. And, yeah. <laughs> and don't, say, just, don't get weird on us, Nicole. So, <laughs> so hey, do- I've heard- <laughs> oh, I'm just trying to, you know. 
uh, play along. All okay. right. So, so Cisco, were you a programmer there at Cisco Systems? Yeah. I mean, the irony of it is Cisco Systems is an infrastructure company. So when you think about the internet, we need the tubes, uh, as has been said, of the internet. And so wired wireless technology, data center technology, how we move those bits and bytes, as well as some collaboration and security technologies is what Cisco did. So that wasn't as much uh, programming. You know, I didn't really explore that. But once you kind of get into tech, there's lots of doors that open. The irony of it is that I did do some work as a programmer in a startup company before I came onto Cisco, like kind of when I was doing my master's came to Cisco, which is infrastructure. And then after, you know, 15, 18 years of my career, we started to program the internet. <laughs> so it kind of came full circle, like an Oreo of programming and networking. <laughs> okay. And you said you worked at Cisco about how long was it again? Uh, 15 years. Yep. 15 years. 15 years at Cisco. Yeah. Yep. And then now I'm currently at uh, VMware which is another software technology company. I've been around for a very long time. We used to do virtualization of a server. So you have one server, but it can do a lot of things. So you might be able to help and carve it out. Almost like one cake can serve 30 people. So uh, one server could serve 30 different uses within a technology company. Since then, the company has grown and now we're really helping with moving companies to the cloud. So what does that mean and how it impacts customers is what I do every day. I run a team of enterprise pre-sales engineers in uh, Great Lakes, and we help major enterprise companies figure out how to do it right, right? Where do you put your data? How do you create, again, a type of infrastructure that is secure, reliable, and all the things you need? So back to that roots of building the internet. I love the internet. Okay. And on top of that, you're the tech diva. Yes. Yes. So uh, I like to say at night, I put on my cape to help uh, super women in technology. So I've been podcasting since about uh, 2015 on the topic of women in technology. I was one of the first podcasts to market around this area. And since then, I've just been putting out all kinds of content with the intention to help women uh, grow their success, attract them into the field of technology and retain them. So it's not just getting them there, but getting them to stay once they're here. Okay, real quick. And then Lucy has a question. Uh, what's the name of your podcast and can people find it anywhere they find regular podcasts? Absolutely. So everything is under Tech Diva Success. Super easy, Tech Diva Success. And we actually have two podcasts. We have uh, two different kind of um, models, I guess. And the legacy one is called Diva Tech Talk, which is more of a library of women telling their career journeys. Tech Diva Success is geared similar to your show, giving women the tools that they need to be successful, whether that's uh, success principles. I use a lot of the training from my mentor, uh, Jack Canfield. And uh, so I, I take that and I give it to women in tech. It's really, uh, really empowering for myself because I apply it. And then I'm able to share that with other women and allies in the field. Okay. Lucy, you had a question. Yeah, I guess I'm curious about women in general. Yeah, I always think of techies. Even when I work, most everybody that worked in my organization were all men. There were, I think, maybe a handful of women. <laughs> so... Uh, I just wondered, is that, has that improved, let's say, since uh, 10, 15 years ago? 
are there more women interested in uh, this kind of work or is it still something that eh, it's not so much? All right. Well, All right. well hold on, please, before you yeah. answer, because we're just about out of time in this segment. I know you're not going to have be able to get it all in in 20 seconds. So if you'll keep that question in mind, we'll start with that when we come back in the next segment. In the meantime, Nicole will be presenting on November the 4th, the Coffee with the Leader presentation. You can sign up at Orlando.score.org. Of course, there is no charge for it, and you can participate in that live via Zoom, Orlando.score.org. And if you happen to miss it or want to hear it again, it will be in the archive at Orlando.score.org after the event. But I encourage you to take advantage of it while it's live and you can ask questions. In the meantime, we'll take a break, come back on the other side with Nicole Scheffler, the tech diva, and more of What's the Score? We are back. We are What's the Score, and we want to thank you again for being with us. And when I say us, I mean Rich Jekyll and Lucy Polito of Score, myself, Christopher Hart, and our guest today, Nicole Scheffler. She is going to be making the Coffee with the Leader presentation on November the 4th. Please sign up at Orlando.Score.org. She is also the Tech Diva. And by the way, correct me if I'm wrong, Nicole, but your website is TechDivaSuccess.com, is it not? Absolutely, and everywhere on social. Okay, and also check out her podcast, which you can find under Tech Diva Success also. But I see you're also an author of three best-selling books. You've been holding out on us here. But before we get to that, Lucy had a question about women particularly in, in tech, because uh, that's where your, part of your focus is. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate the question, Lucy, around where we're at. Like what's really going on today, right? We've got some people uh, like Rich who've been in the field. And so you know about it. And unfortunately, on a train for quality, we still see, though there's interest uh, in technology for many women, a lot of coding camps and and encouragement that we still only see about 25%, depending on what study. McKinsey does some great studies. But what happened during the pandemic is many women as mothers had to step back. It's a lot of stress. The kids were home and the first person to move out and say enough is enough was the women. Uh, Because as we know, everyone had to come home, including the young children. And so it's a real fuel to my fire to continue my mission because I was already doing this before. And then now that the pandemic has hit, you know, the alarms are going off like, oh my goodness, like now we have even less women that are staying. So my mission has become ever so important. But in my book with Jack Campfield, I uh, highlight some studies around the, the benefit of women in tech. So instead of just saying we don't have enough, why do we need them? Well, it builds culture. It grows and attracts talent, top talent with that. It boosts uh, productivity and profitability. And it most of all helps innovation. So yes, Lucy, we are not um, where we should be or where we think we should be. We see more interest, but just women coming in the field is becoming harder. And um, so I'm just here to encourage them to stay, to overcome anything that they may run into and to just 
find their power and their gifts and give it to the field. Now, Nicole, you held up the book, but we weren't able to see the title. If you could hold it up again and give the title. Yes, absolutely. So this is one of my books. All of them are collaborative books. This one is called Pillars of Success. So again, I love taking Jack Canfield's success principles, which are lifelong, great things, taking accountability, setting goals, things like that, and giving it to women in tech. So I was, I had the joy to be in this book with him. And I talk all about empowering and engaging women in technology, tech divas. So people can get pillars of success. Can they get it off your website as well as at the They can book locations? or Amazon. Right, mm-hmm. right. Okay. So that's the pillars of success. And now you've written two other books as well. While we're at it, why don't we mention those? You one you actually have two. One is about one yeah. habit of the world's greatest leaders. Is that did I read that right? Yep, yep. Uh, That's here in the background, the lion cover. So the One Habit series takes, again, a collaboration of people's habit along with the theme. So the two theme books I was in is The Greatest Leaders. So there I talk about um, engaging diversity and really um, not checking the box. That's really the takeaway. Don't check the box. Don't say you have culture. Don't say you have diversity, but actually living those values because we're at a time where everyone needs to say it. Um, and they need to have the values and they need to care about diversity and they may have someone, but there's a real difference when you get into a company of understanding how real that is. So it talks about how the greatest leaders embrace diversity. That's, and then the second one is okay. uh, one habit to thrive in a post COVID world. So it was really just things that we can have, you know, I wrote it with the other authors during the pandemic and it's around little habits that you can do to keep going, you know, uh, and be resilient. And I took the turn of masking up your technology. So as a security nerd uh, in the tech field, I shared very simple things that apply to an individual and a company of ways that you can secure your technology uh, in a world where the pandemic made us even more reliant, right? Who's using more DoorDash, who's using more, uh, you know, online work, Zoom, things like that. So it was just kind of pointing out the more we rely on technology, the more we need to secure that technology. So that was the premise of those two books. Thanks for asking. Okay. Also on Amazon. (laughs) And uh, by the way, it is one habit and it's the digit one, not O-N-E. Okay, yeah, Lucy. One word. Yeah, Lucy had a another. Well, I'm wondering if in in um, your podcast, do you promote because you know it's in my mind anyway. It's difficult to get women interested in that particular subject. It's not kind of the. It's you know it's not glamorous or something like that. I mean, I think you really have to be pretty smart to get into this type of uh, business. So, do you do any? Uh, uh, special things to try to maybe promote the idea that women should be in this business, either by through high schools or maybe junior college or something like that, so that people, women can get interested in that field. Because I think, you know, there's a need for that. Yeah, I think that you have to start at all cycles, right? So when they're young, you want to yeah. give them those nerdy gifts. You know, don't always grab a Barbie or at my house, our Barbies are programmers. They're solving network outages. They're like, oh no, the network's down. I have to run, you know, like, 
uh, how I play with them is very different. But too often we lean towards these girl toys. Uh, so, you know, pick empowering toys. You know, you'll get the little Lego set for the boy or the little gears or whatever. I get that for my girls. And then as we work up, um, there's actually some interesting studies that show that when girls hit about 12 in math, which is such a key to a lot of these technology careers, they're more worried about boys. So they don't ask questions. So tutoring women or young girls at this point alone away from the distraction of boys is a weird way that we can encourage it. And then the most important thing that I do for like the high school, college age, um, besides speaking often and talking about it, my podcast and bringing on guests that have to do with these programs is to let them know that whatever they're passionate about, I ask them like, what are you passionate about? What do you like to do? And I hear, you know, dogs and uh, fashion you know, a nail design, you know, hair and say, great, let's look at some of those companies and say, okay, you can help a homeless shelter with their backend website and data, and you're still serving a mission. And so really trying to get them to, to identify something they're passionate about and bring it into the field of technology. Cause one thing's for sure, you can't do anything without technology. So really bridging the gap between their passion and technology, which is also how I lead because studies show that people, when they're doing work, they're passionate about, they want to keep doing it. So I use that as well to develop my team. Yeah, you and know, I think it's a it's a very good idea, and it's something we really need to do. You know, in the future, every job is going to be involved in technology, so we have to have enough manpower to handle all these problems. Or women power, but well, isn't there... yeah, but I mean, in general, we need people that can work in all fields, right? So that one doesn't seem to be one that gets people excited, women excited. And, and you're right. Men always come into the field. Our little boys always make us go in a different direction. See, these boys are just a problem. Uh, maybe there's order in the universe oh in that. Aren't you, are you a little concerned, though, because we've heard about Instagram and uh, the, the effect that that has on young women, especially Aren't you a little concerned that putting these devices in children's hands, especially without the proper supervision, that it's maybe not worth the trade-off? Yeah, I mean, I think we've always had, I think you're referring to a few things, right? What they can see, the internet. So I think you do need to be wise as a parent to use technology tools to block content, uh, you know, understand their accounts, teach them about strong passwords and things like that and start the conversation young, just like when they go out in the real world, we teach them about stranger danger. I talk to my young girls about um, their instinct and how honestly they know if something's wrong and how to act on that because your body identifies that something's wrong before you do. And that goes for in person or on a scroll. The second thing we have to do is realize that a lot of the technology filters our faces, which is really funny when there's a cat on your head or, you know, you could look like you have makeup on when you don't, but it's also really important that we focus on confidence building for women, not only in their career, but for these young girls, because they're comparing themselves to Photoshop filtered people, and that's not real. So really letting them embrace who they are and their beauty uh, as they are is really important in addition. So I think all parents need to step up and have conversations around cyber bullying. I take a plate often and I throw the plate on the ground in front of kids and they're like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, okay, let's put the plate back together. And they're like, okay, well, how would I do that? I'm like, well, you could tape it. Okay. Is the plate ever going to be the same? 
And they'll say, no, it's all broken. You could tell it broke. And I'm like, exactly. Even if you put something negative on the internet, you can never take it back because it's, it's out there. It's like a broken plate. You can, you can tape it back together. You can glue it back together, but really teaching them the impacts of cyberbullying during the pandemic. Um, it's really sad. Like some of these young children that are becoming suicidal at, you know, eight, nine, 10 years old because of things that people are telling them online or things that they're seeing. So lots of good conversations there that young, uh, that we can have with the younger generation to make them more tech friendly. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, part of the problem, especially for somebody like me or Rich is the kid is going to know more about how to use the thing than we ever could know. Even if we're trying to supervise them, you know, they're going to outsmart us, smart us at every turn. Right. So it's uh, you got to be careful with the stuff, but certainly girls need to know their way around. We'll be right back with more of What's the Score. Don't forget you can sign up for Nicole Scheffler's Coffee with the Leader presentation on November the 4th by going to orlando.score.org. And then, of course, if you want to check out her website, even as we're discussing things with her, that is techdivasuccess.com. And don't forget her podcast, Tech Diva Success. So don't go away because we will be right back with more of What's the Score. We're back. We are What's the Score, and we want to thank you so very much for tuning in and telling your friends and family about the show as the audience really has grown. And, of course, we got Rich Jekyll and Lucy Polito of Score, along with myself, Christopher Hart. Our guest today is Nicole Scheffler. She is an author, three best-selling books, Pillars of Success, One Habit of the World's Greatest Leaders is another one, and the third is One Habit to Thrive in a Post-COVID World. Very relevant for right now, all three, actually. And don't forget her podcast, Tech Diva Success. And she's going to be making the Coffee with the Leader presentation on November the 4th, and did I see where it's you, you, you titled it Mastering the Tech You Need to Succeed? Is, or was that a different presentation? No, that's it. Don't we need to master the technology we need? It's a vast ocean out there and it's easy to get lost. So we're going to dive in and talk about how to master the technology we need to further our activities or the technology we don't need because uh, it's annoying and you don't need to look at it. <laughs> As a matter of fact, that might be more important since there's so much stuff out there. Now, what do you mean, and first of all, by technology? Because like when you were at Cisco Systems, I was thinking software, and that was really a hardware company. So a little bit more specific, what do you mean by technology? Apps, software, you you take it. Yeah, so I think we have to look at it from two uh, points of view. For companies, technology is everything. We're moving to software as a service, the cloud, you know, making sure your business can run, right? You have to have email. You have to have some kind of customer database. You have to have the things that you need to function, backing up your data, accessing your data, things like that. So it's it's the infrastructure, it's the data storage, it's the applications and the security of those for big companies. But I think more importantly for your audience is the solopreneur, the entrepreneur. And you have to have a similar set of technologies, but often you just need your internet connection. So for there, I believe if it's more about the applications because in the end of the day, you're trying to figure out what do I need to do as a business? What are my goals? 
or as a personal, right? Even personally, you could take this and say, okay, what do I need personally? And then when you really look at your goals saying, okay, as a business, which is your audience more likely, right? What do I need to execute that? If I want to grow my revenue, okay, how can technology help us do that? Marketing technology, MarTech as it's known. So I would say technology, it, it depends on the person, but I think it's more the applications, the data, and the connection point we have, especially collaboration, right? How do you collaborate with people on your team? Are you using uh, Zoom? Are you using, you know, all those things? And those are some of the areas that, I, that I'm talking about. And when I talk about technology, if that helps. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us, what is the technology we need to succeed? <laughs> well, first of all, what are you trying to succeed in? So the secret there is you got to know what are you trying to do? Uh, Too often we're like, I got to make a Facebook page. I have to make a Twitter account. And it's overwhelming. It's just too much because you can't start there. There's just too many things. Do I do TikTok? Do I do YouTube? I mean, you just will get overwhelmed just by looking at your options, right? So you have to start and say, what do I want to accomplish? What are my goals? And if I want to connect with professional women, as an example, for my, for my platform, where do they live? Where do they go? Are they going to TikTok to get business advice? Maybe, but <laughs> more likely they're going to use a tool like LinkedIn or a web-based application like LinkedIn, where they can go and connect with like-minded business individuals. So you kind of have to start with what you're trying to do. And then you have to figure out how to master the technology you need to accelerate that achievement uh, to automate things, to really leverage what's available so that you can do more. A simple example for everyone out there is Calendly. It's a website that allows you to sync to your calendar. So the days of saying, okay, Lucy, when are you available? Well, I don't know. Let me look at my calendar. All right. Well, Wednesday, does noon look good? Okay. Yeah. Noon looks okay. I mean, that's a long process. It takes about five minutes, right? You got to go back and forth. I'm going to send you an invite. Something like Calendly will sync to your calendar. You'll be able to set those parameters. And then Lucy can just hop in my calendar and grab 30 minutes of my time. And it automatically sends the Zoom. So I have zero touch of that. So it removes that administrative burden so that I'm not using my time to connect with people. Connecting with people is my goal. So in order to do that, I need an easy way for us to make that time available. So uh, that's an example there. But the, the other side of the coin is how much time we waste in technology. If your goal is to connect with people, but you find yourself scrolling through your newsreel or just scrolling through, it's doom scrolling, right? Like, oh, you know, sometimes you just get tired of the news. And so that takes away your energy and your time that you could spend on working on your goals and working on the technology that you need to succeed. What is the, you know, as you're just, describing all that, explaining all that, I guess the one of the first things you need to decide are what are the things you don't need, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, and sort of narrow it down to exactly. And this is sort of what you talk about a lot, Rich, you know, doing your homework ahead of time and yeah. knowing your market and, and that sort of thing. And if you know your market, you're going to then the next thing will be, well, then how do I reach that market? And that could lead you to the technology that be most efficient, Rich. Yeah, well, which Nicole is hitting it right on the head in terms of my thinking of technology, and that is 
the applications themselves, how are you going how are you going to use them to reach your ultimate goal of getting to your target market? How do you effectively get uh, those applications to be watched by your target market? Absolutely. And that's the first step. So when you join the coffee talk, Rich, you know, it's, it's the very first step of mastering the technology you need to succeed is to start with the why, your goal, where do they live, understand your target market. Um, and that would lead into the second step. I won't give them all because I want you to tune in That's right. to the coffee chat. So hop out and register. But after that is really envisioning your customer's journey. So who are they and how are they going to get to what you're offering? right? And bringing them in, like you're, you're moving them in the water to your lighthouse. Someone's not going to come and buy a thousand dollar offer from me as like a man in the moon, like, oh yeah, she looks great. But once they start to see some of the free content, some of the things that allow them to build trust with me, and that is goes for my business. You know, when I'm working at VMware, we have to build trust that we can add value to the conversations. Two-way value is absolutely critical as well as taking action. So that's the same with my small business, right? Two-way value to the tech divas out there and taking action and teaching them to take action. So I think in both cases, those are like exactly what it is, Rich. So, you know, you're a, you're a tech, uh, tech diva ally. Watch out, Rich. (laughs) All right. Nicole Scheffler, our our guest, she is author of three great books, and you can find them at techdivasuccess.com. And can anybody, can any girl be a tech diva? What does it take to be actually a tech diva? Taking action. That's it. Little bit at a time. Learn, believe in yourself, and, uh, you know, or outsource it. And then you can appear like a tech diva, but you can pay for it. So if you are sitting here going, I'm never going to do it. Maybe some of you out there think I am not a tech diva. Don't worry. There's other ways to do it. And people won't know the difference. So sometimes you just have to know when to outsource, which could be one of the other steps, but you'll have to tune in to right. Coffee with the Leader to and, see. And of course, you'll <laughs> still. Lucy ain't going to hack it. Still, once I'm again. Right now. That's it. Still, you'll need to know, hey, you know what you need uh, to outsource. Uh, Go ahead, Lucy. Yeah. No, I'm also thinking about uh, some of our clients. You know, a lot of our clients obviously are small business people. Many of them are younger, but there's a whole bunch of people that are kind of middle-aged and they're knowledgeable about the basics. Like they'll all know about email. They'll they'll know about some of the basic things, but there's a whole bunch of tools out there that we really don't know. People, as you say, they're interested in whatever they're interested and then they realize that they need the website for whatever. They need that connection of technology, but they don't know where to get it or what is available. Uh, So, you know, I think there's a tremendous niche there for you to uh, really promote this to the folks that are in the middle there. Uh, Not the younger generation because everybody's connected to that. But people like... uh, Rich and I, the more mature folks, we're not into that, you know. So uh, I think that there's a uh, definitely a, a very good opportunity there to help, to help, and to be helped. Yes. Where would you point these people to, Nicole? You know, uh, my website for one, but I think there's some tech tools that I recommend there. I think you just need someone you trust to help consult. So a lot of times I'll do strategy sessions 
with uh, anyone, right? To say, okay, what are you trying to accomplish? And that's why the real premise of it is this five-step mastering the technology you need framework, because with that, you can define what you're using technology for and understand it. Because the last thing about it is once you have these services, it's like, this is $5 a month. This is $5 a month. This is five. So the total cost of ownership sneaks up on you. So you also have to understand like, okay, am I going to, is this worth it for me to invest that $5 a month over, you know, years, years, years to be locked in. And I think the subscription cost is an analysis you have to do for your, for your business. Can you do it for free on a tool? Can you not? And that's some of the uh, secrets of mastering the technology you need. And you know what, at the end of the day, today's business world uh, falls under the computer. So it's all marketing. And the question is, how much is it going to cost? I mean, newspapers, magazines, all that is out of out of it. So anything you do is all computer based. Uh, so you really have to choose the right tool to be successful in your business. And uh, I think that's probably where you come in and would be a great help. All right. Well, this yeah. is this is where we have to go out into another break. And once again, you can sign up for Nicole's Coffee with the Leader presentation. It's November the 4th. They're, they open at 8 o'clock. It goes about an hour and a half. It is interactive. And you can go to Orlando.score.org to sign up. And in the meantime, we'll take a break and come back with more of What's the Score? Hey, welcome back to What's the Score? Thanks again for tuning in. We really do appreciate you being out there. Lucy Polito, Rich Jekyll, and myself, Christopher Hart, along with our guest today, Nicole Scheffler. She is the Tech Diva. TechDivaSuccess.com is her website. But once again, I want to remind you that we're coming to you over the radio because radio is still one of the most effective ways to get your message to a mass audience, and it's so efficient. And with now Salem Surround, this radio station can integrate your social media platforms into the whole network. And all you have to do is call the folks here at 407-618-1760 at Salem Media Group Orlando, and they can talk to you about your radio presence and your presence on the social media platforms. Once you pick out the right ones, like Nicole is talking about, they can help you implement them. And you can go to Salem Surround, or you can check them out at surroundorlando.com, surroundorlando.com. And once again, they will give you a free audit of your social media platforms and how they can integrate it and help you be more successful with your social media platforms. Once again, though, you need to check out the Tech Diva because you need to know what you need, and then Salem can help you connect all of that together. So let's get back to our guest today, Nicole Scheffler. And Nicole, is there one big tech tip that you would give to women, say, that you might not give to men, or maybe it's one that that they don't take advantage of enough? Yeah, I'll give two, one uh, for women and one for everyone. Okay. I think the one for women is just don't be afraid of what you don't know. That's the beautiful thing. Whether you're a new tech diva coming into the field, we would love to have you, right? And, or a legacy tech diva, there's always like a new technology. There's always an opportunity to be an expert. Lean into learning, step outside your comfort zone because that's where you grow. And for everyone, small business owners, leaders, anyone listening, just know that when you're building culture, 
which is the new currency for organizations to retain talent because people with tech skills can go anywhere. And you know what, if you, if they don't like working for you or at your company, then they're going to go somewhere where they can. And the pandemic has given more remote opportunities for that. So I just want to remind everyone that when I say culture, it's built by every one of you out there and how you treat other people. And so at the root of me as the tech diva is a foundation of heart, of kindness and love. And um, so that's the cheesier thing to bring out. It's not always technical, but it's definitely something that we can all be a part of because when we build cultures that are inclusive and positive, it creates a great psychologically safe, open workplace where everyone can thrive. And that includes women, uh, you know, all different races, underrepresented minorities, all sexual preferences, all the things, right? If we could just have that foundation of love and kindness and uh, be the change that you want to see in the world. So not necessarily a tech tip, but just reminding us that we build culture. So be kind to people. It's uh, not an easy world these days. <laughs> no, it's not. And and that's one of the more challenging things about technology. And you mentioned this earlier, and that is that it's virtual. In other words, somebody you can be talking to, and I'm sure it's going to get more sophisticated as we go along. There seems to be no governor or no break on what we're doing with technology. And so it will be to the point where you will be talking with somebody like I'm looking at Rich right now, and he could put up a totally different face, and yet his lips and his everything would be moving just as though it were rich, but he would be a 30-year-old strapping, good-looking guy, right? But I wish. But you understand what I'm trying to sure. say? And, and there's going to be a challenge always with technology that you don't get with that face-to-face thing because there's this element of anonymity where you don't necessarily have to be the person that people think you are. Yeah, and don't HBK. Do you know what that stands for, HBK? I don't. Don't hide behind your keyboard. Okay. Too often, if you can't say something, our parents used to say, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it. Right. I say, if you don't have something nice to type, don't type it. We see too many people being unkind because it's so easy. You're just a user. You're just a name. And whether it's fighting over vaccines on a Facebook thread or, you know, saying something behind a coworker's back, as we remove the face to face, I think people are like not able to associate the people and realize that like you are chatting to a human or a bot, (laughs) which in that case, say whatever you want, but don't hide behind your keyboard. And I think that that's what I see the most is people saying things that they would never say to someone's face. Don't, don't type it then, right? So it's kind of the new modern day thing instead of, uh, you know, if you don't have something nice to say, if you don't say it, uh, you know, if you don't have something nice to type, don't type it, you know, just leave it, like, let it go, as Elsa would say. All right, Rich. Hey, Nicole, what does the person look like that needs your service? In other words, how do I know I need what you're offering here? Well, my core offering is to help women in tech be successful. So if you're hungry to define success for yourself, to set goals and make a big impact in a male dominated field, I'm for you. And I'm going to be standing up some new offerings. So just 
check in at Tech Diva Success. You can get on our mailer there. And then also I'll be doing some strategy sessions starting next year to help users of all kinds just sit down and get the idea out, whether you're an executive looking to understand how to build culture uh, in your team, or if you're just a small business saying like, where do I start? I'll have a range of base offerings. And then I want to work with like Salem, like they said, I mean, there's people that do this day in and day out, but the tech diva can't do everything. I'm a diva, I'm a mom. And so I really do want to partner with other people for a collective amount of success, uh, just in order to scale myself again, working full time, working on tech diva success and having two tech divas in training. Right. So I would say any of those. <laughs> but she still you. she still has time, and she'll be getting up early in the morning, won't you? You're a couple hours behind us. Are you mountain time or central time? Eastern. Oh, you are Eastern time. So I'm actually Eastern, yeah. And you live where? In Michigan, right on Grand Rapids, Michigan, Beer City, right along the lake shore. It's Michigan's oh, Eastern time. You. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, she'll be getting... Beer City. Beer City, they say we've got Founders Brewing here. Oh God, Bell's Brewing. Rich is going to uh, go book a flight. Rich is going to go book Come a flight visit. as soon as we I'm get off here. Book a flight there. <laughs> yes. Come on up. All right, and uh, you can come on down to the Coffee with the Leader presentation, ladies and gentlemen, on November the 4th that Nicole is going to be giving. And you go to orlando.score.org to sign up ahead of time to take advantage of it while it is live. It will be interactive, and it starts at 8 a.m. November the 4th. And if you miss it or you want to hear it again, you'll find it also archived at orlando.score.org. And don't forget to check out Nicole's website, techdivasuccess.com. Tech, you'd spell it all, T-E-C-H, divasuccess.com. And her podcast, Tech Diva Success, and her books. Uh, the first one, Pillars of Success. And then the second is One Habit. And that's, if you're looking up, looking it up, it's the number one, not spelled out O-N-E. The number one, One Habit of the World's Greatest Leaders. And then the same thing, One Habit to Thrive in a Post-COVID World. So you can take advantage of all of those. And, of course, you can order them on Amazon or at Nicole's website, techdivasuccess.com. We just have a couple of minutes left here. Any final advice Uh, out there uh, or predictions uh, of the future? It's just always changing, right? I just believe that together we can do more, whether that's empowering women in tech, collaborating in new ways, our traditional organizational structure, the things that we have done are not going to get us there. So what got us here, isn't going to get us there. So just know that together we can rise and, um, you know, one person cannot do everything, but everyone can do something. So I encourage you to be a mentor, have a mentor, and uh, just be part of the human experience for tech because it's not just for women in tech. It takes allies. Men can often identify opportunities to speak up on our behalf. And so it just takes all of us to be better and uh, just be kind and spread love. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. And uh, once again, she's going to be giving the Coffee with the Leader presentation. And, of course, just like everything else at SCORE, there's no charge for this. However, as Rich says, you got to bring your own coffee. you got to bring your own brew, right, Rich? That's right, man. Uh, Nicole's not brewing. (laughs) Okay. All right. But she will be teaching, and that is the Coffee with the Leader presentation. Once again, Thursday, November the 4th. Still plenty of time to sign up, but don't delay because you might miss it. And that's at Orlando.score.org, and it's titled Mastering the Tech You Need to Succeed. And this is a program for everybody, okay? 
mastering the tech you need to succeed. And a lot of great tips that you'll be hearing there. And Orlando.score.org for that. Once again, if you'd like to speak to a SCORE volunteer, perhaps you have a question about something that can be answered right then on the phone. You can call them, or they can put you in contact with somebody who can answer it for you. And you call them at 407-420-4844 for SCORE, 407-420-4844. Don't forget to sign up for the newsletter, too. That way you'll know about everything that's coming up, just like Nicole's presentation. And you do that at Orlando.score.org. And please don't forget to like Rich. I don't ask you for it enough, but Rich loves it when you do it, and that is to like him, and that is SCORE on Facebook. That's SCORE Orlando on Facebook. Nicole, it's been a fast... I'm not a bot. I'm a peep. Uh, you is. And Nicole, it's been fascinating speaking with you today, and uh, and we appreciate it. And it's going to be a fascinating coffee presentation. Yeah, I can't wait. Thanks for the opportunity. And bring your pens. We're going to make, we're going to take action on Coffee with the Leader. So let's right. get ready to do some work and have so, some fun. Hey, are you going to do any plates? Sounds like fun. We might slam some plates. Opa. Rich, <laughs> in your case, well, Rich, in your case, bring crayons. All right, that's going to be all for this week of What's the Score? Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.